Greetings, fellow Wordlings, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave, seeking the truth and exposing the lies. I'm your host, Dave Smith. All right, let's get into it. In this episode, I am joined by Let's Just Think, Coalition, Uncle Leo, and J.R. Strange from the Stereo app. This is part one of an eight-part series. We're going deep down the rabbit hole, talking about things such as the 24-hour news cycle, COVID lies, manipulating the sheeple into accepting being herded, APAC, Ukraine, and much more. The petrodollar is basically dead, right? Do you guys know about the petrodollar? What's up? That's the tell us in case we don't know. So after World War II, somehow we bullied the whole world into buying oil. If you were going to buy oil from Saudi Arabia, you had to do it in dollars. So you had to convert your currency to dollars. You had to buy dollars in order to buy Saudi Arabian oil. And that's what's been propping up the dollar ever since the end of the gold uh, standard. But now, like Courtney said, China um, is not having and it. And Yeah, China's buying. Um, they made a deal with Saudi Arabia to buy oil in the yen, and then also with Russia to buy gas. And then Russia is selling in the ruble. Um, so all kinds of people. Yeah, and I guess Brazil now. But so it, it's spreading and spreading, right? The gig is up. People are like, you know, why are we doing this? Wait, you know. Hey, um, come on, that's that's a crude way of putting it. <laughs> hey, you know they put an Asian lady on the corner. <laughs> right, oh, that, was sol- crude, that was a solid. That was a solid joke. Nice, it was solid. Crude, very nice. Bro. Very crude. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It was such a crude joke. Nice, nice. Very good, buddy. That's very good. Mm-hmm. Lewd, crude, and lascivious. Sorry about that. No, I'm just, I was thinking, I wonder what you're like on the first date. Cause you're always, you know, I'm on your stream. You're always giving me links and you keep me updating what's going on in the modern world. Cause I live in the old world. And uh, I just thought to myself, what are, what are you talking about on the first date? Because you don't want to pe- bring people down, but I know it's kind of like you're, you know, you're on a mission, but, but you're eating. I, I guess you're, you're used to eating and bad news. Very comfortable with that. Anyway, dog. <laughs> yeah, first dates with me, uh, you know, to your thumbs up or all thumbs down. Oh, you're so funny, man. <laughs> yep. Hey, um, Jr. What what are your opinions on this, on the state of the world? Well, it's all doom, Courtney. <clears throat> what specifically would you like to know my opinion on? Uh, I don't even have a specific question. Just everything. I'd like to How know do you your. Feel? Uh, I'd like to know your feelings on Jizreel. <laughs> Did you say Jizreel? That's, <laughs> that's cutting I it. You did. Nice. I think that we're. I mean, there's there's a lot. I think that's um, happening. But one of the ways that I uh, often discuss this is what we see is the behavioral sink. I think that next month's issue of National Geographic is entitled to 8 billion, the population paradox. Um, and I think that we have, um, we're experiencing that universe 25 phenomenon uh, as exhibited by human beings. This is the behavioral sink. 
This is why we're seeing a <clears throat> influx and increase in homosexuality, violence, transgenderism. It all it all comes together. This is the way that a population um, once the once the population is out of control and the environment can no longer sustain this, the population will kill itself off. And this, we are a suicide committing, excuse me, we are a species committing suicide. That's what I believe. Mm. Mm. I wrote a song a bunch of years ago, and uh, one of the lines in it was, if we don't limit population, Mother Nature will find a way. Mm. Yeah, I think that it's it's built into most mammalian species, right? Um, yeah, and Mother Nature will certainly help out as well. The the climate uh, will help out not to make life impossible, but to make it inhospitable for the species which is causing the harm. And here we go, circling the dream. Yeah. Uh, so you, you, you say Mother Nature. I view it more as like God is going to take control. He will, he's not going to allow us to keep doing this and it mm. won't be pretty, but um, I don't, I, I, yeah, you can say mother nature, the climate change, the this and the that, mm, but who's causing that? Yes, God, God is, I don't know that God regains control because I don't think that God has ever lost control. God is mm. um, omnipotent. He is all powerful. Um, but there were laws that we were supposed to have uh, lived by. And of course, since our inception, us, our meaning, you know, the species, since Adam, um, we have been a disobedient uh, people. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I didn't mean to put you on the spot there. I, just, I was just wondering about your opinion on that. Oh, my um, opinion is we're all going to die. <laughs> something essentially <clears throat> that they would come on television and say i don't know when and i don't know where but something terrible is going to happen there you go and that's that's you know that's the news in a nutshell and especially since it became a 24-hour news cycle right they got to fill airtime well, I think, and this may be slightly off topic, but I, I suspect that a part of our overreaction to COVID was, okay, so it was leaked out of this lab in Wuhan, Wuhan, China, right? Wuhan, Wuhan, however it's pronounced. And I suspect that it was actually much more deadly uh, when it was leaked. Some of the footage that we're receiving out of China, I don't think that it was completely artificial. People just falling dead on the streets and um, you know, that was I think horrifying. That was, yes, but and I think this Iran was real. as well. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, I I believe it was it was real too. But that's yes. what they did. That's what they showed to us. Like, oh so, my but, gosh, your people are just dying in the streets. <sighs> and I think that be they scared, feared be scared, that this would. Well, I think that initially they probably really suspected that this may take out, uh, you know, maybe 10% of the of the population globally, maybe more, maybe they thought that it was going to be really devastating. But a virus is going to evolve to be more contagious and less lethal, less lethal, right? They cannot reproduce on their own. It would not be beneficial for the virus to kill the the host, the virus wants to spread. So the evolution of the virus is to be more contagious and less lethal. So I suspect and I don't know, I mean, I'm, I'm not studying this on, on the level that uh, Mr. Fauci has, I'm sure. 
but I suspect that when it first leaked out of the lab, it was extremely lethal. And then uh, as it went through a couple of hosts, it worked itself out and became more contagious and less lethal. And then I imagine, um, you know, it's bizarre is how if it did originate in Wuhan. How did Brooklyn become the epicenter? Wow. I can right. give you a China's little got the second, quick answer. China's got the second largest Starts population, way more population density than us. Do, 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 do. Here's so many things to consider. Um, we mentioned Israel, and let's just think, talking about uh, the revelation from Mr. Netanyahu. And also during COVID, the genetic uh, samplings that so many of us provided, even those who uh, refused a test, it was almost, I mean, excuse me, refused a vaccine. What was even more difficult to refuse was a test, which may have been a genetic sample. And where all these genetic samples went, uh, we could speculate a bit, but it could also be that during this time, some agency, some entity were collecting genetic markers across uh, populations. So maybe we want to know within a specific population what genes we could target, right? Let's say that we want to have a genetic warfare and outside of, we'll look at the, the largest kind of ethnic or racial group in a given country, and then we could determine what would or would not be harmful to them. So perhaps we could develop a weapon that will affect everyone except for you know people with these specific genetic markers, or probably more easily we could target just these genetic mm -hmm. markers. But Jr., they would never take said component and put it into a chemtrail mixture and fly it over the country, would they? Never. Well, they may not even need to. Just put it. You know, there's there's so many ways to to uh, implement these strategies, right? Where do you buy your food? Where does your food come from, friend? There you go. You know, so many ways to uh, to make sure that the target audience uh, receives their medication. There was there was a guy who just happened to die in 2000 and August. I think it was like August of 2019 who created the PCR you said just test. Just happened. <laughs> yeah, just happened just to die. Happened. <laughs> <laughs> and he was one of the most vocal. He created, like, was the creator of the PCR test, and he was also very, very vocal against Fauci for being a fraud, a hack, a, and then he just happened to die right before COVID hit. Well, I mean, if I got sick, I mean, I get sick and I get better. I don't need to, I don't need to go take a test. offers you a blanket, you don't take it. No. I don't know who Andrew Jackson is, though. There once was a guy who just happened to die. He fell down and stuck a fork through his eye. What's his name? Andrew Jackson. Oh, are we talking about the? Oh, okay, okay. I know who Andrew Jackson is. I'm sorry. <laughs> and especially now with the logic that if you live long enough, you're going to get it. So the fact that it's still going on, like this COVID talk, it's like, okay, it's acknowledged now that you're going to get it. If you're alive, and you stay alive, you're going to get it. And people are still like, "What's like? We should be over it. Like it's it's done now. It's fine. The science is settled. You're gonna get it. Period. Fuck it." You know, what yeah, I love this me? argument that I've heard. Those crazy people are like, "Why aren't you dead yet?" Oxidization. <laughs> What's that? Oh, I'll tell you why I'm not dead. A uh, problem with the telomeres, typically, either that or trauma. 
You know what kills me is, uh, so I was, where was I? I was at a coffee shop like a week, two weeks ago, something like that. And I'm in line and I'm a big fan of personal space. So I dug the whole stay the fucking six feet away from me asshole thing. I, I, I was a big fan of that because most people just are oblivious and come within your three feet of personal space. Like, give me some fucking room. I want to give a shout out to the people listening. We've got the lovely E. Reed Melanin Seduction down below. Coalition, of course. Roberto, Samantha, Fernando, and Skit. What's going on, people? One of the things that made me skeptical right out the gates. I, I like coalition, got coerced into getting the vaccine. So I got two doses. I won't get any more. But one of the things that struck me right out the gates, we weren't being told how to burst, boost our immune system, right? Like what foods you should eat. Um, the fact that 10 minutes of, of direct sunlight on your closed eyelids gives you a full supply of vitamin D and vitamin C is crucial to a healthy immune system. Eat garlic, ginger, you know, turmeric. Uh, none of that stuff was being talked about. Vitamin C, none of that. Um, no, simply but, a pharmaceutical but masks. But these masks, right? And I painted, I was a painter for 20 years. I had a full face respirator with charcoal filters that fit snug, right? So you mean to tell me that I wear this mask, full face, you know, half face respirator with charcoal filters to avoid inhaling oil-based paint fumes, but for a deadly virus, airborne respiratory virus, I'm okay with some flimsy ass little piece of paper? A bandana. Yeah. You know, I don't think I think uh, a huge part of <clears throat> much of what we were told during the last couple of years, it was not about what was, <clears throat> excuse me, too much coffee. It was not about what was effective or even what you would believe to be effective. It was just about uh, the suspension of well, not the suspension of disbelief. This is the wrong term, but something about double feet, double think and doing what you're told and uh, an assault on critical thinking and not thinking logically. Um, I noticed this during the news cycle that they would they would purposefully report um, information and stories that contradicted themselves uh, and people would accept these stories and still do. Uh, so it, it, it was in a, it was to make people unable to think logically. Um, it was to reduce rationality and make people more I don't know the term I'm looking for more willing to be led. You know, more willing to have the authority tell them what is right and wrong. Um, it's, you know, just classic Orwell, right? Uh, the yeah. double think. It doesn't matter what what your logic would tell you. You cannot think logically. Do what I tell you. This is what is right. Yeah. Don't think. And obey. most people did. Yes. Right. Obey. So, yeah, it's crazy. Crazy. So apparently a majority of our members of Congress have dual citizenship in Israel. So, like, how much of a conflict of interest in that is that? Like, wh who are you really passing laws and legislating for? Um, I, it makes me sick to my stomach. You know, it's horrible human rights violations have been going on there, you know, basically since inception. There's 800,000 people that have been refused the right of return that were kicked out initially. Um, and this was all drawn up by the UK in a declaration called the Balfour Declaration, where the UK gave Israel land that wasn't the UK's to give. And then here we are all these years later, you know, with war crime after war crime after war crime, 
people getting their homes bulldozed down, people getting pulled out of their house, and then having some Israeli family move into it. Can you imagine? And you got to walk by on the street with what used to be your right. house, and there's some family insulting you from inside mm. your home. It's unbelievable. Okay. Just coming in with guns and telling you that you must leave. You were not allowed to yeah. own guns. They but never these, these had to be from there. They, they Texas were given or New so York. many different <laughs> options on where they could go. They wanted to be right there. Wait, who? The Israelis. Oh, right. Well, exactly. And and if you want to be just about it, like okay, so you know, Germany was the big they bad had wolf. So many different, yeah. Why, why yeah, didn't so why many didn't Israel, different options? Why didn't, why and then you want to complain about Germany? it? Well, there right. is something extremely special about uh, this this right. geographic location, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and a historic claim. Oh, but no. I mean, you know, but like you know, if I used to live in a house, I can't go back to that house and kick the current family out. So you can use that same analogy. Yeah, you well, okay. So you people were from there, but now there's other people living there. Yeah, I, I will never get over this, like, Palestine thing. And anybody who says that they had uh, it, it, the people coming from all of these different countries, oh, yeah, Israel, 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 okay. Mm -hmm. What did you do? Yeah, and what's wild is if, you know, so Israel recruits people from all around the world to move there. And if you move to Israel, you don't pay any taxes for the first 10 years. And they keep expanding the quote-unquote territories, the settlements, so they're mm -hmm. constantly stealing new land and building developments on it. And as long as people keep moving there, that's going to keep happening. Like, you can watch, uh, there's a, a great documentary series by this woman, Abby Martin. She did a four-part series. She went over there for two months, and she's interviewing a bunch of people on the street, and... uh and it's appalling to hear what these people say. Most of the people that she interviewed in Israel, they just want to carpet bomb all Arabs. Like, well, when wow. they when 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 the Palestinians actually like they wanted to accept Israel, like they were fine. They were fine with uh, accepting them as refugees. Right. Before the Balfour Declaration, you know, uh, Jewish people, Palestinians and three or four other tribes were all living amongst each other peacefully in that same region it's only mm -hmm. when it got drawn on a map and called israel and you know that and they got all militant about it that shit went to hell yeah, and uh yeah and then there's this myth of like the 67 war right the seven days war the myth from the israeli side is all of our neighbors attacked us and we had to defend our right to exist that's absolute myth israel went on the offensive against every single neighbor took out their militaries unprovoked unprovoked but very well funded yeah absolutely but it's a spin of once again his story right who tells the story the victor and i had to watch wow. so many different things to get that information hey coalition uh, can yeah. hear a pin drop now did I, did I cross a line? Well, <laughs> no, I mean, no, no, absolutely not. You do not cross a line, but it's like one of those things that it's, I know where I stand on it, but I'm sure that there are a lot of people that I could offend. Um, and I don't, oh, I don't absolutely. know how, I don't, I don't know how to, um, like uh, properly give exactly the way that things went down. 
Yeah, it's a touchy subject. I don't, I don't care um, if I'm called... No, I don't care about the touchy subject. You can call me anti-Semitic all you want. That's not going to bother me, but it was, it was what really, I, really what horrible. I, what I mean by touchy subject is that it's hard to have a civil conversation about it because mm-hmm. a lot of people are so emotionally invested in one side of it and not really open to facts. Like... I have a couple of Jewish right. friends who, as soon as, as soon as I say anything, they're like, what? So you just want Iran to wipe Israel off the map? They go right there. Hmm. As far as my silence, um, I'm not as well versed in Middle Eastern affairs. I don't know much. I'm ignorant. Minus Israel. I know a little bit about Israel. They have a very intricate, that whole region has a very intricate and precise history and yeah, I'm not privy. Nor do I really care. I know. And it you has know what, Coalition? Limits. I kind of go that same way as 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 you do. There are people who are so much more. Um, they know more than I do, and I almost feel like I have my feelings. I have my opinions, but if 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 people want to have like an intellectual conversation, uh, an academic conversation, it's not for me. It's just yeah, my opinion. Uh, let, let, let them debate each other. And at the end of the Here. day, the only real effect that I have on it is my taxes being right. reallocated, which I also have no control of. Right. I mean, I mean, don't they really get a ridiculous have to pay amount taxes, of money. So. They get a ridiculous amount of funding every year um, with no strings attached, right? It's kind of crazy. Well, let's look at Ukraine. Hold on. Uh, People are starting to wake up to Israel. Let's look at Ukraine. Ukraine's even worse, right? It's way worse. The latest payment we sent over to Ukraine, guess what it was for? I don't know. To To guarantee the pension for Ukrainian governmental officials. Oh my god. Yeah. So we're paying re- <laughs> we're paying the retirement for their government officials now. Like are you mm-hmm. kidding me? Most people here don't get a pension. Mm-hmm. You know? And and I looked it up just cuz I had a gut feeling. You guess what? It, Ukraine, they have universal health care. So we've given them 200 billion dollars in aid. The last check was 500 million for their pensions. We've given them Infinite. 200 billion and we don't even have Universal health care. Wow. Nope. Wasn't there wasn't there a um a representative of the Biden administration who said that um a peace treaty with Ukraine would be um non permissible? Absolutely. I think it was the State Department. Right. Yeah, so they're under, under no under no circumstances would we allow them to formulate a peace treaty because I think the justification was that it would give um, Putin an opportunity to, I guess, um, to build his his forces stronger and then attack when it's more convenient. Uh, <laughs> I hate Ukraine, <laughs> and there's nothing that's ever going to change my mind about this one. I mean, you know, I feel for Not the Ukrainian, Ukrainian people. Yeah, I feel for yeah. the Ukrainian people, but they're just caught in the middle of this chess game, you know, and it's. Okay, I mean, so from my re- understanding, what they should have done, Russia came in, they should have, they're the same people, 
they speak the same language, they have the same culture, they should have just like gone back to Russia and everything would have been okay. But no, that that was not the plan. They wanted to um, create some type of westernized funded security state and now we're all paying for it it's whatever and it wouldn't have even had to go that far because putin said straight out he doesn't want to take kiev kiev mm. however the hell you say it kiev, he came yeah. in he came in to liberate the dunbass region and the lunesk region and to guarantee crimea 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 mm-hmm. its sovereignty too because the dunbass and the lunesk region voted to they wanted to secede from Ukraine and because they're mostly ethnic Russians they wanted mm-hmm. to be sovereign states they didn't want to be part of Ukraine so Ukraine started bombing them and bombed them ever since 2014 and they would not stop that's ultimately why Putin invaded well then we have this stop. gay Jew uh Zelensky who is is dancing around walking with his uh, green sweatshirts, and you have every leader of Western countries going over there being like, okay, we just have to support them because it's so dangerous. Why are you going there? If, if that's really true, I don't believe it's true. I don't, I, I truly don't believe this war thing. Hmm. <sighs> oh, listen, everyone, it was so wonderful to speak with you again tonight. Uh, I need to go and challenge excuse me, charge my phone for a while and clearly drink more coffee. It was nice to hear from you again, and hopefully we will speak again soon. Yes. I bid you adieu, good sir. All right, Courtney, and another thing, Coalition, it's nice to talk to you again uh, in the audience, everyone. uh, Nice to hear from you. Let's just thank Mr. Fernando. So great to hear from you guys again, and good night. Good night. All right, that's it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave. And remember, if you're digging what I'm doing, picking up what I'm putting down, please spread it around with friends and on social media. Reviews on Spotify Podcasts and Apple Podcasts are greatly appreciated. All right, until next time.